On today's show, free agency is around three days away, just a little bit over as we record this show. So it's time again to just get the latest on Brooke Lopez. And I've got a question for Justin. Is Brooke Lopez being underrated by Bucks fans or a section of Bucks fans anyway? Then we're going to talk about Derek Rose. Yes, Derek Rose has been linked to the Bucks for the 27th year in a row. Kevin Love as well. That would be kind of interesting. And Damian Lillard chat at the end. Uh, what should he do? And should Bucks fans be watching this very, very closely? There's plenty to get to. Uh, let's get started. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Goal for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. My name's Kane Pittman. You can see and hear me on this show Monday to Friday and also find my work over at ESPN. And joining me once again for the second time uh, in a day, uh, Justin Garcia putting in the hard yards for the Locked On Bucks uh, podcast. He, of course, is from the Bucks Radio Network. Uh, basketball won't be too far away, so he'll be back on your airwaves uh, uh, with every home game coming up here pretty soon uh, for sure. But for now, we thank everyone for making Locked on Bucks your first watch or first listen of every day. We appreciate the support. It's a busy time. If you are a basketball fan, it's about to get into the chaos of free agency. So drop a like, a comment, subscribe, follow, review, all those things. It's free to do. We really appreciate it. And let us know what you want us to talk about because I know that there will already be some pushback to some of these names, but this is what we're at. We're at rumor season, so they have to be discussed. Let me ask you this. Straight away off the top here, Justin, Brooke Lopez. And look, Chris Milton is clearly a huge decision for this franchise or a huge name that the Bucks, in my opinion, hopefully lock up and we move forward and uh, he's still on the roster. But the Brooke Lopez one, there has certainly been more uh, reported, more stuff out there that teams are going to be interested in acquiring his services. And we understand exactly the reasons why that will be the case. Namely, the Houston Rockets, which, again, is fascinating. We discussed that uh, a couple of days ago. But I'm seeing a lot of people commenting on the YouTube stream saying, well, we got Adrian Griffin anyway. It's not going to suit Brook Lopez. Uh, we don't want to be playing the same defense. And I just can't wrap my head around how you could watch Brook Lopez play basketball last season and think that that is not the type of guy that you want on this Bucks team and you'd be willing to just let him walk away in free agency. I just, I, It is complete insanity to me. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that sentiment. And I, you know, I don't, not that I'm going to say, hey, it's my influence. I wonder how much of that is me saying, um, well, the, 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 the way Adrian Griffin decide, de described how they're going to play, it's very different from how you played with, uh, with Mike Budenholzer defensively. And I've questioned, I wonder what that means for how you use Brooke Lopez. I'm not insinuating this means you can't use Brooke Lopez or he's not a fit for this system. It's just maybe his minutes change or how you use him is different. But I agree that he's extremely vital to this team that barring an unforeseen move that uh, we're not aware of, if there is a plan B and an understanding that Brooke is going to leave, but don't worry, we're going to do this. 
if you take him off this roster, it's still a good team. And that's assuming you keep Chris. Um, but if we're being honest, I, I would have a hard time putting them up there as the best team in the East or potentially what Philadelphia does even on that level with Philadelphia as well. Maybe they're not the best, but they're in that tier. And, and that's all because of the value of Brooke Lopez, even at an advanced age. So I think the longevity of Lopez is a conversation to have, and he is getting to a an older age for a, for an NBA player, certainly for a big man that is the size of Brook Lopez. But we know that he missed a bunch of time with the back surgery. But last year, and you kind of have to look at the numbers and remind yourself how good he was, 16 points per game during the regular season. He played 78 games at over 30 minutes per game. It was the first time he played over 30 minutes per game since 2016. So it was legitimately, if you include the defense, which we know has improved in a big, big way since coming to Milwaukee and playing the defensive style they've played, two and a half blocks per game, in my opinion, the best season of his career. So again, this is a free agent that would just walk away. And to me, if you have this idea that, well, the Bucks want to play more aggressive, they just want to be more athletic. Like who is the guy with no money in the salary cap that you think that you can possibly bring in that will fit the Bucks, And by the way, in my opinion, amplify the strengths of Giannis and all these guys, because even if the Bucks are wanting to play a more aggressive defensive style on the perimeter, it might help to have a guy that is one of the best rim protectors in the league that is still going to be uh, not only blocking shots, but intimidating guys away from that zone, which is what the Bucs have done. Like, I, I don't look at the Bucs' defense and go, well, as Brooke Lopez was the one really holding this team back. Like, that's crazy to me. And if you want to add in on top, he's probably, outside of Giannis, and, and certainly we've seen Chris Milton in the, in the championship run, but Brooke Lopez has been one of the absolute most reliable playoff performers as well. He's had some monstrous postseason games. So I just, I view Brooke Lopez as an absolute must have. You, you just need to do whatever you can to sign this guy. It's a no brainer to me. It's a no brainer to me. And I guess I've, I've kind of struggled the last couple of weeks when you hear more uh, discussion from depending on what, you know, you're consuming for your, your analysis beyond lockdown bucks, but you'll hear a lot of national voices like, Oh, I don't know if the bucks can afford, to um, to keep Brooke Lopez with his second apron. And look, they can afford it, right? Like they can sign him. This isn't a case of he's a free agent and, and they just, they don't have a mid-level or, or some other form of bringing him in. They can choose to keep him. Um, I, I get the conversation around the second apron because I was even just playing around before. And let's assume you you're able to bring back Chris for let's say even 35 million and Brooke, let's say you bring him back for $16 million based on what we're hearing, some of those numbers thrown out there, um, it starts to add up pretty quickly. If you bring those guys back at figures close to that, and a handful of the other guys you have out there, I mean, I think when we've talked about how they're going to play defensively, and specifically that mention of I want to pressure the ball a lot more, kind of seems like Javon Carter would have a, a pretty decent role with, with that defense and how you'd play there, but it's you know going to be interesting to see what he has for suitors and some other names we'll get to. But long story short is let's say you keep those two guys and among the other guys you have, the Javons, the, the Wesleys, and uh, Thanasis, and Joe Ingles, uh, Jay Crowder as well. Let's say you keep two of those guys at uh, moderately close to what you'd expect to pay for them. You've got 13 guys under contract or, or so, maybe 12, 
but you're already over that 182 figure with those numbers. So that's the difficulty here. But what really stands out to me is, you know, we touched on this a little bit going into the off season. And that was the initial fear that well, it's going to be bad for a lot of teams. And we've kind of seen the opposite where we've seen a guy or teams are willing to say, you know what, we'll deal with this later. And if we're going into the second apron, we're going well beyond it. In the case of the Phoenix suns, we've seen the cost for getting off of contracts is not that exorbitant as you thought it would be. And a lot of that is because of the 90% rule where you got to spend 90% of the floor. So I'm just not willing to go down the path of, well, second apron is going to be brutal and, and the Bucks are going to avoid that, that uh, I, the longer this goes, the more I, I just can't come up with a reason of why you wouldn't bring Brooke Lopez back. I understand the age concerns that you pointed out as well, but the other thing too, that, that we don't give a lot of discussion to, and, and we talked about this a week or so ago when Adrian Griffin talked about, you know, the offense is, is going to be a little different as well. And the let it fly days are probably over and you're, you're probably going to work for a better shot. Brooke Lopez fits into that pretty well with his ability to score down in the low post and just, you know, show shades of the guy that he was with the Brooklyn Nets. 36 minutes per game in the postseason. And we know it was only five games and Giannis was out there a little bit, but 19 uh, points per game for Lopez, 64% uh, from two point territory. And they were able to really maximize the size uh, difference that he had there. And I thought we saw the Bucks do that a little bit more, uh, particularly down the stretch of the season. Obviously his minutes went up. I think the thing to keep in mind is that with you, you don't have to, for those that just want to get younger for the sake of getting younger. That's fine. But as I keep pointing out, I don't know who the player is that's replacing Lopez. If you just want to play Giannis at the five, you can do that. Brooke doesn't have to play 30 minutes per game. Uh, You can wind that back a little bit, obviously, as he continues to get older as well. Maybe that would be beneficial for the team uh, regardless anyway. So I just think there are ways around that. And when you talk about the asset stuff, I don't know, forget like the second apron and all that kind of stuff, but I just don't know why you can, if you're the Bucks. We discussed it on the last show about Giannis and how this team needs to look after him. You can't afford to just let high, high quality players go. I mean, we were talking about him as a as a potential all-star. I thought he was in the mix. He probably dropped off a little bit in January as Drew Holiday went up. Um, but if you're trying to win a title, you can't afford to let that talent go, which is exactly why I feel the same way about Chris Milton. He's a 35-year-old, 35, right? 30, he's in his mid-30s. Defensive player of the year finalist is where he's at here. And this is one year removed from back surgery. And, you know, you bring up the, if you want to get younger, I, I get that. I understand that. I think we saw during the playoffs that does need to happen. The Bucks need to get younger and get more athletic. I think they, they went a decent way, not, not a long way yet, but they, they took a step in that direction on draft night with the players that they brought in as, as we touched on, it was very clear. Let's address our wing athleticism and length out there but the point is it's one or the other right you 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 can't have your cake and eat it too you can't say well i'm going to save money and go on vacation it's one or the other you can't get younger and still compete like it 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 doesn't align hand in hand and you can't throw well we'll just punt a year or two and we know if we're getting younger we're going to take a step backward as, as a contending team. You can't do that when you have Giannis on your team and when you have Giannis nearing a decision. No, that's exactly how I feel about it. But let us know. If you are someone that is out on Brook Lopez or you think the Bucks should go in a different direction, let us know who they should get and how they are going to continue uh, to, again, uh, be a, a top defensive team, and particularly at the center position, 
uh, moving forward because I think it's an interesting conversation. But I, I think my thoughts have been pretty clear on this podcast here. What about some of the other names that have been linked to the Bucks and free agency, as we mentioned, just a couple of days away now? But Derek Rose, Kevin Love, uh, and Damian Lillard, the name is still out there. Uh, we'll talk about those guys next after we chat about eBay Motors. Uh, because for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or you'll get your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items apply. Uh, exclusions apply there as well. All right, continue to stick with Locked On Bucks right throughout this week. Free agency coming up at the back end of this week. I mentioned it on our last show, but I will be traveling and I'll be in the air traveling back to Australia. So uh, we'll get some shows up, though. Don't worry. Locked on Bucks, guaranteed. There will be some content. Hopefully uh, some big names, uh, certainly from my perspective, re-sign with the Bucks. And who knows? Maybe some interesting signings. There will be a couple of roster spots. The Bucks don't have much room to move. Uh, but keep it locked on this show, Locked on Bucks, and subscribe, drop a comment, rate, review, all those things. We appreciate it. It's free to do so. And depending on how you feel about it it's always brings a lot of comments when this name comes up justin but derrick rose came up again the bucks potentially looking to have some interest in the veteran guard a former mvp but unlike previous years when we'd had this discussion about derrick rose whether it was a trade whether it was uh, him potentially getting bought out uh he was at least playing a lot in recent years that wasn't the case last year he only appeared in 27 games total, 12 minutes per game, five points per game uh, in, in total as well. So regardless of how you feel about Derek Rose, and I know, again, it would be a back end of the roster type situation, but when you consider certainly earlier in his career injury history there, but he's going to be turning 35 as well. Um, this one would surprise me a little bit at this point in time, just based on the fact that he wasn't playing. He couldn't even, the garden was chanting his name to get him on the floor and, uh, and he wasn't able to play minutes as the Knicks really moved to some of the younger guys, including Emmanuel Quickly, who the Bucs were linked to at the last trade deadline. So I'm, I'm not surprised the Bucs have been linked again, Justin, but I would be surprised if something happened here. Yeah, um, I was initially surprised, but then to your point, it's why am I surprised? This is It's the annual tradition of yeah. the Bucs being linked to um, to Derek Rose. And I, I mentioned Javon Carter before. I mean, I, I, I would much rather just pay however much more it would be to keep Javon Carter. If you could get him for that two and a half million dollar range, roughly to three, I would just much rather keep Javon Carter in house, especially with his ability to pressure the ball. And uh, with some of the things that Adrian Griffin said with what he's looking for defensively, that to me makes more sense than this, this flirtation once again with Derek Rose. And I'm not sure. I mean, when we discussed, you know, whether it was potential trades in the past, there was reasons to say, okay, well, he shot the ball from three a little bit better. Clearly, he can operate really well in a pick and roll. What does that look like with Giannis? So those things are there. And I, and I know for a fact that Derek Rose is still going to have fans and they'll probably jump in the comments and say that they think um, it should happen. For me, even at a minimum deal, which is, you know, what it would end up being, I, 
I don't know. I mean, I just didn't see him. I watched a lot of Knicks basketball last year, and and they went younger. They looked better. Obviously, you know, Jalen Brunson came in, and quickly we mentioned really emerged there and some of the other young guards they had. So we pointed to the fact there are Bucks fans that want the team to get younger. This wouldn't be the case. But let us know either way. Maybe you are still interested in in the possibility of Derek Rose sort of down the buck, uh, the, the buck, the back end of this uh, Bucks roster. Uh, but Kevin Love was another one that was surprising, and this was just a a, a brief uh, little uh, rumor or report that I saw floating around on Twitter yesterday. Uh, as many of our listeners will know, I did just cover the NBA Finals. I saw Kevin Love live. He came into the starting lineup in the NBA Finals, uh, but. During the regular season, didn't play a lot. I know there was some there was some hand issues there. In the end, I was just a little bit surprised that the Cavs just basically gave him away for nothing to walk into a team that maybe we didn't expect to go to the NBA Finals. But maybe Kevin Love, or maybe Kevin Love. In the end, he looked like he had something left. But does that make sense for the Bucks when you talk about again the way that they want to play the aggressive defense? Sure, he can knock down some threes, but I'm not sure about the fit there either, uh, particularly if if the Bucks, obviously Giannis, bring back Brook Lopez, Bobby Portis is there as well. I'm not sure if there's minutes there, but maybe we're getting that deep into the roster that that's not necessarily what you're looking for anyway. I'm not sure. Um, it's interesting because I think if you look at just the offensive uh, impact that you could definitely see. Hey, I see how it would would fit alongside a guy like Giannis offensively for a couple of minutes there and for very limited minutes a game. But uh, I think the, the larger concerns would be what it means, depending on the rest of the personnel you have on the floor uh, defensively. And and look, also, we, we spent part of this um, discussion earlier on the show saying, I, I understand you want to get younger but you can't just go full scale get young and compete for a championship at the same time you can start to gradually get younger which i seems like is where the bucks are headed with let's get another draft pick and let's let's get guys that we think fit this system and we can slowly work in one or two pieces that are younger and extend this shelf life uh, but the two names that we've mentioned already Derek rose not young Kevin Love was in the same draft as Brooke Lopez. So he's, he's also of the same age and he's also had a number of injury concerns there. So um, to me, if it was a similar situation with how he landed in Miami, and this is one of the last guys on your roster and it's a veterans minimum, then sure. I would be interested in throwing him some minutes and being very diplomatic with how you choose those minutes and who he's on the floor with. Um, but if that's not the case, and, and I do believe, despite all those other things that we pointed out with, with what he showed in that playoff run for Miami, I think he's going to have more offers than just a veteran's minimum that to me, anything above that at this point, it, it just doesn't align with where I'm headed. If I'm the Bucks. kind of a weird situ- situation at the end of that uh, Cavs tenure there for how long he'd been there winning a title. I was just a little bit surprised uh, by that, but let us know if there's any interest in Kevin Love. And by the way, there might also be some, and bad will there uh, from from Bucks fans after the postseason as well, and the the charge taking scenario. Well, think so, about it like this: I guess the the biggest selling point would be if he's on your team, other than practice, which you could outlaw. He he can't take those charges against Giannis, so you, you do win there. Yeah, well, that will make uh, Bucks fans happy. But uh, we said 
Right from the top, I feel like we've uh, podcasted here for 20 minutes and we've just spoken about 335-year-olds, so I'm sure that there are some Bucks fans that aren't all that excited about that. But if you want to get a little bit of excitement in your life, then uh, you can remember that the rookies have just showed up in town, whether it's Andre Jackson Jr., Chris Livingston. I see that they were posting some stuff on uh, on the Bucks social media channels there. It looks like they're in town. So there's some real athletes for you to maybe look forward to uh, next season. But we'll see over the next few days if there are any more names that maybe would get Bucks fans a little more excited or maybe a little bit younger, but uh, they're working on the margin, so it is going to be really challenging. Uh, quickly, next, I want to ask you about Damian Lillard. This situation continues to get weirder and weirder, and um, maybe people are sick of talking about Damian Lillard, but I think uh, the question I've got for you is whether or not Bucks fans should care or be watching this situation closely. We'll get to that next. Damian Lillard, Justin, uh, how closely are you following this situation? And uh, would you say that Bucks fans should be really concerned or monitoring how this all plays out? Um, so when you say concerned or monitoring, you're, you're saying under the assumption of maybe we could get Damian Lillard? Hey, you take this wherever you want to take it. <laughs> um, I just asked the question. I'm not telling you what to say. But yeah. look, I know that there are Bucks fans that are still going to sleep at night with the dream. I don't necessarily think it can happen, but I never will tell them not to not to dream big when it comes to free agency. No, I I, uh, I don't think it can happen either that he would he would end up in Milwaukee. It's to me we kind of touched on it in the Giannis episode. I'm just curious to see what happens here ultimately. What this does this culminate in Damian Lillard being traded and. Um, what is I'm not going to say legacy, but what does that mean for his Q rating, basically? And does that change at all with Blazers fans? Because it, it seems like this is really going to drag out because we're in a game of chicken right now where Damian Lillard does not want to be the bad guy and request the trade. He will do everything but that and walks up to that line without stepping over of posting Instagram stories with Miami playing in the background and, and addressing which teams he would or wouldn't play for and in uh, all these other things of what the Blazers should do with that third pick. So he, he's basically doing everything but saying, I want to be traded. And the Blazers are, I suppose, smartly saying, look, we're not doing this until you actually ask to be traded. So number one, we're going to hold out for a large offer because you haven't publicly asked for this trade yet or haven't been known that you want out of there. And that is going to drive up our leverage and, and give us a better return. But also like we also don't want to be the bad guys that trade. They've had a lot of great players, but maybe the greatest player in Blazers history, we don't want to trade him either. So we've got this long going game of chicken. I don't think it ends with him um, going to the Bucks, but it is interesting uh, if it is accurate that the, the reports and him basically saying, I'm not interested in going to a super team like, like what we saw with Bradley Beal, right? Like I want to go to a team that has some nice pieces and can compete, and I'm the guy that puts them at that level as some of the other teams. So I think that kind of takes a lot of those you know usual suspects out of the mix, which I suppose overall is better for the league and what they've kind of tried to get towards, although they're getting there in a roundabout manner. And it seems like we're getting to this point where we have these teams that are on the same level and competitive and, and parity, but we're not taking the path that the league hoped or thought that we would get to with this. Well, what about the the uh, 
the plucky underdog first round exit Milwaukee Bucks. That's a team that he could really take over the top. But no, I, I don't think that that's something that's going to happen. But to your point, uh, I would, I mean, I would not think that. I can't speak for everyone, but I would not think that Blazers fans would hold anything against Damian Lillard after everything he's done there. There might be some frustration with the organization, but I think overall, right through history, even prior to the Damian Lillard years, I mean, the Blazers have had some serious unlucky uh, periods when it came to health and it came to injuries as well, which we know impacts all these types of things. So, I mean, just from a personal standpoint, if he wants to go play somewhere else, good for him, man. But I think if you're a Bucks fan, yeah, you, you, you're hoping it's not the Miami Heat or, I don't know, Philadelphia. If something happened there, I don't know how that would work out. Boston, for sure. So I think you're at least keeping an eye on it and saying, well, hopefully it's not one of the real rivals because regardless of whether he considers the team a super team or not, uh, he would take any one of those teams to probably favorites in the East. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, regardless of how you view it, if, let's say, he goes to Miami and a trio of him and, and Jimmy Butler and uh, and Bam Adebayo is maybe not a super team per se, but it's close to it when you look at especially Dame and Jimmy and their playoff performances. Um, so, yeah, he, he would take that team and elevate them to that list, as, as we talked about before, of the importance of keeping Brooke Lopez to, to feel like you're staying either at the top or at that same level as two or three teams in the East. Well, Make it three or four if Damian Lillard goes to one of those teams. And look, even maybe not same level as the Bucks, but if if he, let's say, goes to Brooklyn and the step four that we saw from Bridges as well, if you have that duo and some younger pieces and a lot of wing depth, they're not going to be the favorites to win the conference, but that's another team that's not going to be fun to play. And it's just another team has entered the chat as who is one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. It's going to be fascinating, but the one thing I feel like I can be sure of is the fact that we'll hear more about it day after day after day, and it's probably not the last time we'll discuss it uh, on this show as well. But at least for now, the Bucks not really uh, linked in any way, uh, which makes sense given the limitations they have. It makes sense, and I think we said um, I, I don't see Blazers fans turning on Dame per se, yeah. but uh, if it were to happen, I think it would be if, if this just continues – to drag out this this game of chicken between the two sides. And it, it's number one, giving you shades of what we've seen with a quarterback up or two quarterbacks that, that played in Green Bay a couple of times in these last two decades. But also I think the frustration would be where you could potentially see a little bit of um, his rating drop. You know, if we stay in this, this current situation where it's, I'm not asking for a trade and I want to compete – that just seems like it's a recipe for the Blazers throwing bad money after something here in this offseason and making maybe not a, a, some wise moves and still doing things halfway with a young core, but still spending money. And that just seems to be a recipe for disaster, which could set you back a couple of years. And if that's the case, and then Damian Lillard says, you know what I want out, I'd be interested to see if there's a little bit of groaning and like, come on, man, you couldn't have just done this two months ago and said, I want to be traded. Mm-hmm. That's a fair call. That's why uh, this might extend uh, beyond uh, the next week or so here, as you've already suggested. All right. Free agency a couple of days away. Uh, I'm sure that there will be some kind of loose links and reporting regarding the Milwaukee Bucks that we'll discuss on this show, but we'll take you right up uh, to free agency. And of course, we're waiting to see if there's any news on a number of the free agents. Some we didn't discuss on this podcast, but certainly Chris Milton, Brooke Lopez, Jay Crowder, 
my man Joe Ingles. There's uh, there's a couple of names there that we'll at least keep an eye on and see whether they return to this Milwaukee Bucks team. But let us know what you thought about today's show. Is Brook Lopez underrated? Derek Rose, Kevin Love, and are you watching the Damian Lillard situation? Jump in, comment, and as I uh, always say, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all those things, free to do. It really helps the show uh, continue to grow, which it continues to do so in the offseason, which we really appreciate it. Justin, that's double duty uh, today for you. Uh, i got to let you go, but I appreciate the time. No problem. All right, we'll be back with more Locked On Bucks coming up tomorrow as free agency rolls on. It's the time of year where we don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll see what comes up over the next 24 hours. Make sure you join us, and we'll speak to you all tomorrow.